Hello and welcome to the Quarter Life Revolution podcast. I'm your imperfect guide on this journey, Heather. I'm a Quarter Life transformation coach, astrologer and author, infusing modern mysticism into personal development to help millennials and beyond leverage their quarter life breakdown into a breakthrough, their mess into a message, and their confusion into some sort of clarity. Tune in twice weekly for podcasts making astrology accessible, simplified and modernized so that we can all use it as the magical tool that it is for self-awareness and life transformation. I like to think of it as a cosmic roadmap for up-leveling your life. I'm so excited you're here, so let's get started. Hi everybody and happy Wednesday or whatever day of the week you are listening this to. Um, it's Heather here, and this is a the midweek episode of the Quarter Life Transformation podcast. Um, so during our midweek episodes, they are a <clears throat> sort of like a like a mini. Um, well, how, how do I? No, okay, that's not the best way to describe it. So they're like they're this check in with the the energies of the current sun sign season. So at the moment we're in Leo season. Next we'll be moving into Virgo season. Um, And then leveraging one element that that sun sign gives to us um, and really sort of diving into that element of the sun sign. So it's sort of like a mini astrology lesson. And then once we've gone through that and like how that particular sign and then what with the sun currently being like radiating through that sign. So it doesn't matter if you're a Leo or you're not, um, this will apply to you because if you walk on this earth, then the sun that you are under right now is under the influence of the sign of Leo for this entire month um, that we've been working through this stuff. Uh, So yeah, once we've sort of dove in, dived, I don't know what I'm trying to say there, um, into the sort of astrology lesson behind it, um, then we talk about like really practical steps and ways that you can implement this particular lesson that each particular sign teaches us into your life for the week. So uh, if this is your first time listening, um, so far during Leo season, we have done um, Braver. So that was the first one. So that's just, you know, Leo really sort of being that brave, courageous, brave heart, leading from their heart, being out in the world and living their truth. Um, and then we did self-assured uh, for the second week. So that was really just how Leo is really confident in who they are and who they're not. And they live in integri- integrity of that. Um, and then last week we did playful. So just, you know, as as sort of like deep as the stuff that we're talking about with Leo can be like the whole idea of living your authentic truth like that's some heavy shit it can be um it is a really playful sign at the same time like they are quite childlike they know how to have fun to explore to be curious etc uh and so then this week what we're talking about is connection and in particular um connection to others so if you call it like your gang your tribe your soul fam which is my personal favorite as of right now um I don't know where I heard that but I was like oh that feels really good when I say that soul fam 
Um, I connect to that a bit more than I do, you know, because everyone just sort of throws around tribe willy-nilly these days about anyone, but, you know, if we're talking about that real deep, like, soulful connection, like, your soul sisters, soul brothers, um, the people that, you know, you just love being around, really connect with deeply. Uh, yeah, so that's our sort of mini astrology lesson slash a cosmic upgrade for this week. We're upgrading, stepping into connecting with our soul fam, our tribe, our gang, whatever you want to call it, whatever feels good to you. So uh, why is Leo all about connection? Um, well, a few different reasons. So Leo as a sign, so it rules over the fifth house and the fifth house is a sign of creativity and as well as the family, right? So you sort of have that connection you know but in modern modern times like we're not just talking about like the nuclear family like the traditional you know mom dad the kids um in modern times we can sort of take that idea that leo rules over family um and apply that to our lives as of right now you know so a lot of us like we consider our friends our family like the people that we spend our time with and it might be our family family members as well but I think a lot of us are just at a point where we're ready to sort of redefine what a family is. Um, you know, tr- family in the traditional sense might be people that we see twice a year at Christmas and and um, Easter or whatever it is, whatever it is that you celebrate with them. Um, whereas what you actually really consider to be your family is the people that you see day to day and the, th- the people that you really connect with, the people that you um, feel you can talk to and communicate with about all the deeper things that means something to you, like the people that actually fill your life and make you feel at home. Um, And so, yeah, we're really like modernizing the idea that Leo rules over the fifth house of um, kids, creativity, family, etc., like that family unit, and just sort of saying like, okay, no, um, I'm sort of redefining that for myself and my life right now. And at the and on the same vein, you know, Leo is, because they're so self-assured in what they, who they are and what they really want from life, they're also really self-assured about the people that they want around them in that, you know, they're, they're so unapologetic. Uh, this is like, yeah, so as long, if when a Leo um, or someone with a strong Leo energy or just like the sign of Leo is operating from their highest evolution, so not if they're like, living in the shadow side of Leo. Um, but you know, we assume like what we're taking from these weekly astro lessons slash cosmic upgrades is the highest evolution of every sign. So we, you know, we acknowledge that the shadow is there. Yes. And it's something to be worked through. So, you know, the shadow side of Leo is that sort of showing off that overdramatic, like seeking attention, seeking attention, like that side of thing, you know, everyone sort of usually knows the shadow side of a sign. Um, but what we're interested in is what we want to step into, like leveraging the magic potent in the stars right now in the sun sign, um, what we want to step into of that sign. And that is just that, that out loud and proud, like I know who I am and thus I know who I want to be spending my time with and I know who I really don't. And that's Leo to a T, like they're very good at creating community, creating like gang, that whole like gang feeling, you know, um, and sort of they're also big on like leadership. 
um, and sort of being the head of that family or gang without ever really, you know, it being acknowledged, like, but they are the bringer together of the people. So that's something that we can really step into. Uh, this Leo season is like, you know, not leader in the traditional sense of like, oh, you know, these are my rules, you must follow them, but the leader in the way that we like bring people together, like we find a commonality in between all our differences and our uniqueness and we bring it together and find connection in that way. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's how Leo really, I f- like, I feel Leo really gives us that, um, like good juju for like good cosmic juju for finding our, I can't believe I just said good cosmic juju. Uh, I'm going to regret that one, but whatever, owning my authentic truth. Not that I ever speak like that in day-to-day life. So right, strike that one from the the record um no but they're like they're giving us this this freedom right now to sort of be really intentional about who we're spending our time with oh my little cat just jumped up hello darling hello she's stalking birds outside the window as you as per usual um yeah okay oh now I've lost my train of thought gazelle um right okay so that's right. That's where I was going with that. So it's like, uh, we've spent the first like three weeks of Leo season, like the majority of it, you know, we had the massive eclipses, the eclipse season, which I think just like everyone's probably still really wearing the after after effects of just being like, okay, what is it shifted? What is it, you know, bought up? What am I working through right now? Um, we've had all the retrogrades and, you know, there's still heaps of planets in retrograde too, but it just has been an intense last month or so. And you know, we've done been doing some heavy work, some heavy lifting in really figuring out like who we are, you know, doing that Leo task of stepping, you know, firstly uncovering, like peeling back the la- the layers and finding what's truly us and then stepping out into the spotlight or, you know, spotlight, whatever it is, um, and shining that, that truth from our hearts forward. Like Leo really rules over the heart. So, um, they're really deeply connected to what they love, um, what's true for them, you know. But in a world that where we're sort of told that there's one way to do things and it's usually not the way that connects us to what we love um, and a world that sort of tries to define what is love, like a term that is broad as love, um, the world really tries to narrow it down into a little box. Um, and so, you know, this season has been heavy stuff. It's like sort of redefining, like, what does love mean to me? Where do I want love to be present in my world? Uh, where is love not currently present in my world? Like, and how can I bring more of that forward? And then once I've figured that out, like, how do I share that with the world? You know, how do I share my heart, what's truly in my heart with the world? Like, it's in short, it's like heavy stuff. But the fun thing is, is that once we've done that, that sort of um, foundational work of like, this is who I am and this is me like claiming that, then we get to look around at our lives and we can really have that sort of deeper sense of clarity of knowing who and what is aligned with our heart and who is what is, who and what is not. Okay. So, you know, I know when I was first starting out in like my spiritual journey and whatever, um, I, really had no idea who I was and you know I just sort of like listened to what everyone else sort of expected and I just like I 
I didn't know who I wanted as friends. I know I did. I knew I didn't want like my existing friends as friends, um, because I just didn't know how to have a conversation with them anymore. Because like we had nothing in common, etc. But because I was just like my head was like so in a flurry, and I had a million things flying around, million thoughts flying around. I had no idea what I truly, really thinked or really enjoyed. Um, and I, for a long time because I sort of resisted, resisted, like just surrendering to whatever this spiritual journey experience is, because I resisted it for so long. You know, I spent ages just like in a dance with myself of like not really trying to make any new friends and not really seeing the old ones. So just like, um, you know, well, basically a lot of time just binge watching Gilmore Girls and not really uh, making any connection whatsoever. Like even at work, I wouldn't even really speak to people. I'd just go in, do my job, go home. Um, But, you know, once I started getting clearer, you know, like sort of just surrendering and being like, okay, I'm changing. Um, So who am I now? And once I started sort of realizing that and realizing that you know, these people that were in my life are no longer, you know, no shade or whatever, but like they're no longer aligned with who I am. Um, but who is like, what is, what is something that I want to bring into my life? Who are people that I would actually like to be spending my time with, you know, like, um, and what I sort of came up with is, you know, like, like my soul fam, my tribe, the people that I was calling in, like to, uh, to like create friendship with and create connection with, you know, I wanted people who I could have like deeper conversations with, you know, I hate small talk. I've always hated small talk. I was literally mute for like the first four years of my life. Like I sort of spoke to my family, uh, probably more than four years, actually, you know, I'd speak to my family, but I didn't really speak to anyone outside of that. Um, and I just have always been that way. Like, I just don't see the point in words for the sake of words. Um, And I feel like that's a lot of what connection in high school is. It's like you're just having these like dull level, surface level conversations that don't really mean anything in the scheme of things. And like my mind, you know, like I have the mind of a philosopher. Like I want to talk about like the universe and like, you know, magic. And, you know, this was like me a few years ago. I had no one, no one, no one, no one to talk about the things that interest me with. Um, And I was really like passionate about health and food back then too but no one in my life was um I had no one to really speak with about um and so that's where I sort of decided I was like no I want that I want that you know and I also knew that like my tribe I wanted them to feel home you know um like on a sort of deep understanding level I wanted to like coming home to these people, like to me, soul fam, it's, it means that like when you see that person, it feels like coming home every time. Like, you know, because you know who you are when you're at home, like coming home is that time when you can sort of like put your feet up and stop trying so hard. Um, you know, you're just being who you truly are and you're not like fluffing around and trying to like prove something or, uh, prove your worthiness or, be someone that you're not, um, you're not like overly trying to make conversation, conversation just flows or it doesn't, you can just like chill, uh, yeah, it's chilling, like, you know, so that's what I really wanted, I wanted friendship and connection and relationships that feel, felt like coming home, like on a deep cell, cellular level, just, 
um, when you see that person or when you know you're going to see that person, like you just feel like your cells relax rather than, you know, I'm sure a lot of other fellow introverts can relate that when I'm going to see someone or like spend time with a person or go somewhere that I know I'll have to maybe speak to people that I don't feel like that with, you know, it's the opposite. It's like my cells are like jumping around <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God, totally wired and don't know, you know, I'm just like planning out what I'm going to say because I'm like, oh God, they're going to think I'm boring. Like just because I don't have anything in common with them and I don't know how to talk about what they want to talk about, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, and on that same vein, you know, it's like that this deep, connection this um soul fam that we're looking for you're totally free to be yourself like um when you start accepting yourself exactly as you are you are going to be that person more and more frequently and so it will probably be more of a natural progression that the people who don't vibe as well with that will start to fall away but you know that's sort of to be expected like as you go through changes yes friendships and shit is going to change you know like sometimes and like it's beautiful if they grow along together like relationships whatever but you sort of have to be willing to let things go oh my god this is so much easier said than done um and this is coming from me and I have like a zillion signs in fixed signs um in my birth chart so I'm very much like have been in the past like clinging on <laughs> until the last possible minute like oh no we're still cool <laughs> um but yeah you have to be willing to let go and accept that like things change relationships change um people change so as you really start stepping into like who you are on a deeper level and who you truly are like you're going to naturally want to spend time with people who bring who are like like-minded who think the same way as you who speak about the same things who are interested in the same things um who can hold a conversation about things that you are actually interested in you know like um I want to be able to have conversations about health and like natural healing I don't necessarily want to be surrounded by only people who are going to be like you know if I say I have a headache they'll just like tell me to pop an aspirin whereas I'm very much have always been that person that's like oh you know like actually I'll just drink some water and see if that helps before I medicate you know not that there's anything wrong with like taking an aspirin but just for me personally like I prefer to like get to the root before like you know jumping into medicating um and so I just prefer to have people around me that who can always like relate to that and that's not saying that like I exclusively want people but just people who are gonna understand when I say that who aren't gonna like look at me like I'm crazy when I'm like oh actually I was just gonna heal it the natural natural way or whatever um because I'm totally cool with being quirky but I just get sick of people looking at me like I'm completely odd a hundred percent of the time um yeah, so, and that is the beauty of knowing who you are, is that you can get so intentional about just being, um, spending time, like, investing yourself and your energy in people that you truly love and, like, who truly feel like home to you, who truly feel like they, um, are connected to your heart, are connected to what's in your heart, you know, like, you know, you can, I would recommend like sort of making a list of like what it means for like 
soul fam to you or like someone in your tribe to you you know you can sort of think about yes the people that you already consider that and then what are the the qualities they share the characteristics they share or that like the your relationship to them shares so if you would consider like your sister to be you know so what is it about her um is it that she always knows how to cheer you up is it that she's always really supportive and that you are supportive of her too is it that there's no um competition in the friendship or relationship you know like what does it mean to you and because you know or is it that is it really important to you that your friends are interested in the same hobbies as you or that they are I don't know reading the same books or whatever you know or that you are able to see them at least like once a month or whatever it is um just get really clear about what it is that you want out of a friendship, out of like a relationship. Because once you sort of have that list, then you can sort of see like, well, who am I wasting my time on? And you know, that sounds really horrible, but literally like, you know, we, we're already like pretty busy creatures. Like we all live pretty busy lives. And so if we are wasting three hours out of our week, like spending time with someone that we don't even consider you know, truly connected to who we are or someone that we truly want in our life. Like we could clear up three weeks out of our life just by getting really intentional and being like, okay, I just want to sort of dial it back with them to create space for new, maybe more aligned, like-minded people to come into my life. So I can really start to create that feeling of like having a tribe, having like a backbone. Um, You know, the people that I know are like building me up rather than sort of like tearing me down or keeping me at the same level because you know I like to you know I have people in my life that you know they're you know I sort of one of my most important qualities for me at least like I'll just share this is that we are co-supportive that was always something I had in mind when I was like sort of figuring out what I wanted out of friends and out of like you know my relationship with my family now so yeah, I'm much closer to my family now than I have ever been. And I think it is very much just that I have done that work of like figuring out who I authentically am uh, in a bigger way. And so being like the outsider and the black sheep, it doesn't feel so uh, scary now. I'm not as scared to like share what I've been working on or share what I've been up to because I don't feel like I constantly have to prove myself to be like strange or different you know because I can just be myself rather than having to ride that uh, idea of being the odd one out which I always felt like um, and you know started to like milk almost as a way of belonging I don't know if you I don't know if you can understand maybe you can if you're like also the black sheep but it's like being known as a black sheep at least becomes an identity in the family unit so you can feel like you belong Um, whereas now it's like okay I yes I am do have different viewpoints on a lot of things to most a lot of my family but it's still you know it feels like home with them like whenever we're all together it feels like home and I don't feel like I have to try to be someone that I'm not and we're all like weird we all have our little quirks and differences like and that's what like sort of brings us together as a family which I really love um but yeah so that's what I was saying so my top quality of everything that I wanted in my relationships um, and friendships was co-supportive. So I don't even know if that's a word, but to me, it just means like they support me, like regardless of what I do. Like if I want to like dye my hair 
black and put rainbow stripes in it they'll be like yes go for it like you like do you you know go girl um and I support them so I can really feel like they are people that I can get behind no matter what they're doing I'm like yes like you amaze me like good keep doing you like I'm so proud of you you know like I want that sort of like mutual pride that feeling of just like no matter where you are no matter where you're at like I got you you know and that is just my absolute number one has to be there and has to be and I have to feel that sort of thing I have to feel supported and if there's not that then they're not really like they're not really someone that I would consider (coughs) sorry still recovering from my flu nearly there um then they're not someone that I would consider like my 100% like soul family you know I of course I will be open to spending time with people who aren't like that tight knit with me but you know they're not that real um I can't remember where I heard it but it was some sort of a spiritual teacher or something but or it might have just been an author but she's like so just put your get like a post-it note I think it's called like the post-it note five. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but you get a post-it note and you write at the top, like my five. And then you just write the five names of people that, you know, that will love you regardless of what you do. Like absolute unconditional love, like just that, that deep of a connection. And you put that on your fridge. And then whenever you're having a shitty day, you can just look and be like, oh, they got me. And, you know, if you need to, you can call them or text them because you know, they'll be there for you. So that's just a really good, um, exercise that you can sort of start to do to uh start yeah I guess like really appreciating and forming that idea of like tribe and having that like soul fam there for you um and then I guess I'll just go into talking a little bit about how I really found and connected to and like show love and appreciation for my tribe now uh the people who are in my life now like honestly since and just the more that I know myself, like the more the people in my life reflect me on a deeper level, like the more I'm able to connect with the people that I already love and the more that like just beautiful, like incredible like-minded people come into my life, like these people that just make me laugh. And you know, it's not that we think exactly the same about absolutely everything, but if they can like make me laugh and make me feel safe and give me that feeling of home and like, yes, it's safe to be myself um, and say what I want and not have to question everything, you know, like the more that these people keep coming into my life, which is just so beautiful and makes me so happy. Uh, So um, the one thing I did want to talk about is, oh, that's right. Okay. So if you want to really start connecting to yours I think the number one thing is start doing things that interest you you know like you're not going to meet like-minded people if you keep doing the same things that you have done you know every weekend with your old friends who maybe aren't quite as like-minded you know like going out to the same bars hanging out together or whatever so if you want to meet more like-minded friends like join a class that you enjoy so if that's a language class or a yoga class or um I don't know what other sorts classes people do rock climbing classes you know whatever it is that interests you if you start putting yourself in the environment of other people who are interested in that you know chances are pretty high that you guys are going to vibe 
because you already have that like deep commonality like if it's something you are passionate about then yes um and so for me like travel was massive um in just sort of realizing that there are people out there that think the same as me uh and you know so I met people all around the world so it's not like these are people who I'd put on my top five that'll always be there for me but even just you know the awareness that that sort of brought to me like you know because at the time I was like super into travel and just like moving around and just this idea of not living like a conventional lifestyle which is still 100% what I'm into you know like just that doing things that aren't completely the norm and so it was once I started traveling you know because you know if I was just hanging around at home like going to the same job um, hanging out with the same people all the time I was never going to meet people that thought the same way I did and wanted that like real unconventional way of living and did things a little bit differently so it was once I did start doing that and putting myself out of my comfort zone that these people come to me like whether in hostels or whatever it was like group activities and travel groups or whatever it was you know I could meet these people who also often had the same idea of like well yeah we're not doing the conventional way of living either and then we would sort of like form these beautiful deep connections and that was when I first like sort of had my eyes and like heart opened to the idea that uh, I guess that like your high school friends don't have to be the only people that you spend the rest of your life with (laughs) if you know what I mean um you know high schools are very like constricting and they're people who are forced to be there together so yes you can find gorgeous friends in high school and that's great but once you start like following your interests and like putting yourself out into the world and doing things that actually like light you up you're going to meet people who are much more like-minded and are also lit up by the same things you are and have the same beliefs and live the same sort of lifestyle or crave the same sort of lifestyle and inspire you in the same way um yes that's 100% it is just like live and at the same time don't be afraid of like internet friendships like two of my closest girlfriends I met on the internet through meetup.com um I joined a what was it um so my friend Alyssa uh she hosted a meetup group called vegan girls no vegan Melbourne girls in their 20s and 30s and I just went to a meetup one day and I met her and then later on met Mel and then the three of us like we're super tight and we went to New York together and we just have this like beautiful friendship you know so don't be afraid of internet friendship you know like no one's afraid of tinder anymore but it's just the same deal with friends like put yourself out there you never know who you're gonna meet like I'm sure there are a hundred flops but it's just the same as tinder like you have to do like thousand flops to get to like the one that absolutely sticks like and don't be afraid to ask you know like ask someone to coffee you know it like asking for friendship dates is as mortifying and terrifying as asking for like um you know proper dates if not more because I don't know it just is because it's not really like the done thing uh but don't be afraid like put yourself out there if this is something that is important to you and it should be like your your people are who are there who have your back when everything else is falling to shit and there will, will be times that everything falls apart you know you may have experienced some during this last eclipse and retrograde season so you need that like that backing 
um, you know, we don't have time to be fluffing around with like half-assed, light-hearted, um, just nothing relationships. Like we want that deep, soulful, connected, um, I got you and you got me feeling. We deserve that. We all deserve that. And so just don't be afraid to put yourself out there because it is worth it. It's so worth it. And who's going to say no? And if they do, then <laughs> dude, don't worry about it. Um, and I think I will leave it there. Um, if you want more on this, uh, you can connect with me on Instagram. Yeah, so next week, oh my God, we'll be back with the intro to Virgo season, I'm pretty sure, during this midweek podcast, which is crazy. Um, but side note, I do feel like I've been in some insane time warp since like Saturday and the new moon eclipse like is time is just stretched I can't believe it's only Wednesday which is insane but then at the same time this whole month's gone fast I don't know it's a weird like time warp situation but we're nearly there uh yeah so you can connect with me on Instagram which is at heathermanastrology um and my blog is www.heatherman.com.au um there's heaps of stuff on there for this whole idea of like taking little mini astrology lessons and then leveraging it into improving our lives in accordance with what's going on in the cosmos um you can subscribe rate and review this podcast i would super duper appreciate um i post new podcasts twice a week, all going well, um, this midweek episode, and then I do a more astrological forecast for the week ahead on Sundays, so definitely tune in for that as well. Um, and you can also sign up for my newsletter on my blog. Uh, I also send out every Thursday little weekly uh, medicine reports for, yeah, just the astro shit that we're working through and how we can use it to improve our lives, heal ourselves, and move forward past any blocks. Um, but yeah, I will leave it there. I am going to, I think, make a cup of tea and then think about some dinner for tonight, which is crazy, but yeah. So I will talk to you on the weekend and goodbye.